My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. Brains flooding off in so many different directions <laughs> that no one has the answers to. My dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. things upset me. What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. I'm Jerry McGrew. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we're in the middle of Ecstatics, um, the series that X-Force morphed into that is extremely good. <laughs> we're having a great time with this Morph. In, uh Inversion of a classic superhero story. I, I, this series is so good, Gary. I'm having such a blast reading this. I uh, know. It's real fun. And again, you know, uh, this being the part of like duck feed is positive now yes. between this and the venture brother show, uh, <laughs> duck feed likes things again. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, this is also like a little crossover because the cover, uh, for this is done by, uh, Frank quietly. Yep. Because he makes, he, he makes Edie Sawyer look almost exactly like his Jean gray. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and his, uh, dead girl is real weird looking. Yes. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. Nope. Um, <laughs> big Emma Frost yeah. energy over there. Um, yeah. 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 So um, it's, uh, this, so to catch everybody up, uh, we're in the middle of an arc, um, guy, the team has been fractured. The team has been fighting with one another. One of the team members, Vinnie Milo is legally not allowed to go be on it on the team anymore. Um, and in the midst of this, Arnie Lung, who is this teenager from Nowhereville, America, who is obsessed with Edie, uh, because she helped him come out of a coma. Um, and he has world reality altering powers. He has taken over this town. The ultimate simp. The ultimate simp. Um, so they should have called him. <laughs> Man, why are you simping? Uh, so if your much? girl gets you out of a coma, you're the super simp. <laughs> Come on, G. What are you doing? Get, you, get out your coma yourself. That's what. Yeah. Imagine the pickup uh, artist community of like go into a coma, get out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that this Twitch streaming lady uh, got me out of a coma. Ah, simpin. Uh, big simpin. Spending G's. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so Arnie has taken over this town. The O-Force, the competitive team to Ecstatics, was sent in. They're not doing very well. Um, so Guy, our, our our main character, has decided to go in without his team. And that's where we ended the last issue. Um, and we're going to pick up pretty much right where we left off. Uh, the cover of this is, is very cool, which is just guys surrounded by women. <laughs> As we mentioned, mm-hmm. it's Dead Girl, it's Venus de Milo, and it's um, Edie. And it's also, I, is that supposed to be Ocean? Is that, that That's Ocean. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they, uh, they needed to have another, you know, so Ocean's not that important of a character. Yeah. I mean, you don't uh, even see her face. Like, her back is to the camera. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cool, super cool cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's surrounded by skulls as well. Yeah. Uh, which like Zorns, multiple Zorns. Extremely, extremely happy that you guys, speaking of the Venture Brothers podcast, uh, remembered the, the, the legacy of skull that we have all agreed on when Gary dies. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that and I texted Brian Wade and I'm like, dude, you need to listen to this. And he's like, yep, it's mine. Yep. I remember. <laughs> I can't wait until he gets into a fight with like my girlfriend or wife 
uh, and when I die. And he's like citing a podcast as evidence. And like the judges is sitting through the summer of come on abject suffering. Oh, no, no, no. It's like it's, trying it's to... Warcraft three. Waff. I remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine going to the lawyer. Your honor. <laughs> I'd like to submit to, to evidence the watch over fireballs episode on Warcraft three. <laughs> I know what all those words mean separately, but that makes no sense together. Imagine the the the, the judge being like, "Can we listen to this at like two speed?" And Broadway go, "No, absolutely not." Yeah. <laughs> Your Honor, I, I objection. Uh, speeding up podcasts it's makes it sound unnatural. No. Um, so we we get into it right where we left off, where Ocean is being menaced by zombies. Yes, I uh, hear, and I, I I think feel like this is really well observed, where she's like, "I'm already really hurt. You don't have to hurt me anymore." <laughs> so good <laughs> uh well it's like you know, they're so used to like playing pretend mm-hmm. you know like it's just like you just kind of like shoot lasers over each other's heads until you fall down you know but this is real uh guy smith shows up uh actually uh you know and i, I love this too where he's like oh it's you you know uh overkill ran off to leave me to die and he says stay try to stay calm everything's going to be okay and she's like you're so wrong nothing is ever going to be okay again <laughs> Uh, he's like, I guess that's one way of looking at things. <laughs> you're so wrong is a really great, re- like you're so wrong. <laughs> like that's not even yeah. close to right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have no legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My legs are gone. Uh, that's very funny. Uh, dupe is followed guy, by the way. So we're getting kind of live yeah. footage, um, as dead girl and anarchist are in some sort of diner. Hearing this stuff on the news, specifically hearing the newscasters say, where are, where's the rest of the team? And, um, you know, type blowing out the TV as that happens. Uh, and Fat is coming back to the headquarters, saying like, "Yeah, I have no nowhere else where else to go." And um, you know, they're kind of talking about going to help Guy. It's like, you know, can we just watch? Like, he's it basically he's like, "Can we just watch something else instead of helping?" Like, let Venus go do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's just sad. The the uh, the team is 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 kind of looking on this stuff and are. Uh, feeling their guilts, you know, uh, the person who ultimately ends up making them take action is Venus de Milo, uh, who teleports Spike to, uh, Solomon O'Sullivan's office and basically, uh, says like, listen, you need us, you know, like, uh, we need to talk. Your team is dying. Um, we can help you need ecstatics. Uh, and Solomon O'Sullivan is drunk and the words that go on his chest from where he's a mutant, he gets us red words. Uh, it's like spreading, like he's getting more and more words on his skin. He's going to be completely covered soon. Mm-hmm. And he's freaking out about this. Like, what does this mean? What does any of this mean? And Spike is just like, you're a mutant, man. Deal with this. Like this shit just should happen yeah. to you. Um, and Solomon basically agrees to sign this contract, which, uh, nullifies the original contract while, his his lawyer buddy who's like watching over this is like, don't do this. Don't do this. This is bad business. And then calls him a loser, which I think is very, very funny. Um, yeah. And from there we go over to back over to guy who is walking away from the no legged ocean uh, saying like, I promise I'm not going to leave you. I just have to go deal with this. When he sees a vision of Edie uh, who immediately mm-hmm. starts guilt tripping him. Um, yeah. Saying like, Oh, you're, you're always, always leaving women to die. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and he realizes this is yeah. fake, but still can't stop himself from trying to touch her. And of course, when she does, uh, she she calls him a sucker for falling for it. Yeah, his hand goes through her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and Arnie is the one who's doing this. Like, you can't run. You can't run from your guilty heart as he sprints away. Um, 
we cut back over to Venus to Milo trying to get the team together. Um, she's in this hotel room with dead girl and Tyke, uh, being like, you know, he's your friend. Like you can't afford to wallow in self pity, um, here. Uh, you know, and he's like, what about, what about the other guys? And like, you lead the way, you know, you have seniority. If you come back, they will too. Yeah. Uh, and dead girl backs her up. Like he's faking this whole thing. This whole thing is just an easy way out. It's a front. I thought he'd let me in uh, and see what's real. But what do I see? It's just a, a, scar- a scared, self-denying, guilt-ridden, washed-up excuse for a mutant who's not even fun anymore. Ouch. Uh, and that snaps him out of it. Yeah. Um, we go back to Guy and uh, Arnie fighting uh, in Arnie's room. <laughs> like Ninja kicks open his door. Fucking great, dude. Uh, the angle on yeah. this is, is bonkers to me because it's like he's, he's kind of... He's, like we're looking up, but he's like the kick is going down. So it almost looks like he jumped up on the ceiling and then came down through the door to get more velocity. And I think it's very funny. Also, he's he did. It's like the the arc of uh, Ninja Turtles when they kick in the video game. Yeah, exactly. you know, jump kick. He's yeah. doing that. He's doing the forty five degree kick. angle down. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever play Dive Kick? By the way, did you ever play that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, Dive Kick is interesting. Yeah, I like that game. Um, um, I don't like yeah. like it a lot. I think I would have liked it a lot more if I had like local people to play it against. But I thought it was like real interesting for what it was like i thought it was going to be completely yeah, yeah. stupid so. it's fascinating yeah um you know uh when he when arnie meets him there's a great line where he's like oh you're here you're a little taller than i imagined maybe you're wearing platforms i hear a lot of the stars wear platforms tom cruise cyclops got him uh, <laughs> got him in one uh and i like i love all of this like dialogue here where he's like you have to stop people are getting hurt out there and he points to his chest and saying people are getting hurt in here <laughs> <laughs> Like teenage self-interest it's very funny to me um and you know mom comes in arnie's mom comes in and is like you know i tried not to get him to come in he wouldn't listen to me and he's like no i can take care of this and he throws a uh, guy through the window and like for like out the door for a while and into a herd of zombies i um as the zombies come up, guy says, who are you? My jury. And they just start announcing yeah. themselves of like, I'm, I'm Nathan Melody born 1888 to dead 1911. Yeah. Like just start actually. Like, <laughs> I just love that the fact that they give their biography, not their biography, just like their details. Right. It's very funny. Yeah. The birth and death dates, mm-hmm. you know, um, for a second guy, like, Oh, maybe Arnie could bring back the dead. No, these are just puppets. Yeah. You know, uh, he's about to die. He's getting, uh, killed by zombies like what a fucking way to go and then venus de milo saves him yes um he says it's too dangerous to be alone and then anarchist shows up and says who said anything about alone and the team is reunited this is the big triumph triumphant moment and because it's ecstatics there's a little joke where dead girl says all these dead people running around are devaluing the currency yeah and um notable in this like kind of splash image of everybody fighting is that fat has his powers back right like which we hadn't he's been he's been unable to access those powers um and when we when guy remarks on this he's like yeah like me and miles had had a rap and now we're cool and miles says yeah we're we, we came to the conclusion that we're we're both homosexual um but we're just not attracted to one another like they were pretending to be gay and pretending to be a couple for headlines for news for interest uh but then realized when they tried to sleep together that they didn't actually like each other so it's a whole big long <laughs> saga of, of what their actual sexuality is which is kind of weird and interesting like i don't i don't know while blowing up uh zombies yeah all the time while blowing up zombies yes um yeah and it's 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 good like the idea that like oh you know those kind of confusing feelings where it's like well i'm gay like you know i should be with a guy this is a guy you know he's objectively like good looking like kind of confusing that stuff felt really real to me Mm -hmm. 
you know, like I remember when I was first, uh, kind of like became a sexual being, like just being like, "Mm, girl, you know, and not really thinking about like whom was attractive. Yeah. You know, to me, it was just kind of like, and I'm not saying that about gay people that they do that, but as far as like learning your sexuality and stuff, like this kind of felt well observed to me. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you, when you get old enough to understand what like attractiveness is and like what your own repression could or could not be. And you start questioning those things that you just assumed about yourself. But like, I don't know. Like when you start out, you can see two hills and be like, mm, now I am. Now I have a heart. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a, I, I know I've recommended this before, but the uh, masturbation episode of that pen 15 show mm-hmm. is really well observed with that. Like one of the characters is looking at um, a national geographic of sand dunes <laughs> and it's just like, Oh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like very relatable. Did you, like, I, I know you mentioned that show. I don't remember if we talked about it on air or not. Um, but did, uh, did you get like a weird sense of that's not like the era that you should be nostalgic for? Like it felt like like ten years too late for me somehow. Like I just don't like. I'm- oh, yeah, it, it totally is. Okay. Like it, it is. It is ten years too late. Yeah, but it was also um, like they're going through the same stuff. Like there are parts oh, of it yeah. that felt very relatable. Yeah, I just it was it was a weird thing where like the show I could tell the show was doing everything to make me nostalgic about it, and I was like, but I'm not. <laughs> Like I don't, know, yeah. I don't, I didn't do any of this stuff. So it was, it was a weird like headset to get into when I was, we were, we were watching. It. Le- Later in it, there was some nostalgia stuff. Like there was an AOL instant messenger episode and I was like, Oh, I lived through that. Oh yeah. You know, I wasn't like a kid, mm-hmm. but that was like definitely a thing. Away messages and like putting up quotes and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I know people that put, uh, um, lyrics to their favorite songs or to really sad songs in their discord status. So now in 2020 2020 right now dude hold on let me see if Come i can on, find dude. one I'll read it for you. let's see who is on my friend's Fuck. list that has this going um come on uh brian <laughs> wade brian wade says all must what? stand upon the cauldron <laughs> what does that well, mean brian wade i'm taking back my skull uh, i i uh <laughs> um jala says probably doing things uh, my friend Niz well, says, that's fine. and the skeletons in both our closets pro- plotted hard to fuck this up, which I think is very funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, it's better than having, uh, you know, everybody hurts sometimes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, true. True that. Um, I'm reasonably yeah. sure that that's that. And the skeletons in both our closets thing is a, a quote from the new Taylor Swift album. Like if I know Niz, uh, who does not listen to this show, <laughs> if I know Niz, that is definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm still, uh, um, this is just random, but I'm, I'm friends with, uh, Patrick Klepek on discord from when we did the, mm-hmm. his don't give up skeleton episode. So every once in a while, and I never go to like the friend section on discord, but like every once in a while when I do, they have that like active now section. It's like Patrick Klepek listening to Spotify and it shows me what he's listening to. And I'm like, this is creepy. I don't need to know that. Yeah. That's weird. This is super strange. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to know that he's playing world of Warcraft. Why do I know that? <laughs> that that's why I have like all of the friendship factors through like gaming networks i've like turned off yeah, yeah. eventually went on it was just like i'm gonna turn on my privacy for all these things and not respond to any friend requests because i don't need people to know what video games i'm like playing at the time like why would i invite somebody to know that so they could they could distract my, me from it if you look at my psn it's like i haven't logged in it says i haven't been active since like 2018 because <laughs> yeah I just, I just have all this yeah. shit turned off well, and that was like the big marketing thing. It was just like you, you know, it no longer just is a video game thing. This is where you're going to hang out with your friends, you know? And I'm like, I, you know, I don't, I have ways to hang out with my friends. Yeah. You know, it's called going to strip clubs. Um, I don't, I don't need video games there. No. 
Well, even, and even if I hang out with them in video games, I don't need you to like facilitate it. Uh, Xbox live, <laughs> you know, I just, uh, I can, I can just text them. Well, and then to like, um, you know, to complain about it, uh, when monster hunter world came out, uh, like we set up a duck feed clan, right? So that like people would be mm-hmm. more, so it'd be easier for duck feed people to play with duck feed people, right? Like that was the idea. So I started the clan cause I was like playing it a lot and I was like, okay, well this is something I could probably manage and then just pass it off to somebody and to join the clan. Like, was it, it a, a Byzantine process to, to <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Here. Like <laughs> I had to be online I had to be friends with the rando that wanted to be in the duck feed clan and monster and monster hunter. And then like he had to send, mm. they had to send me a thing within the game. And then I had to like approve it and then like go down and specifically add them to the list of people that would show up. And I'm like, didn't, didn't they say that all of this would be way easier in this generation? Like, why the yeah, fuck yeah. am I doing this? And then I stopped it, playing me, monster me and my hunter buddy world and then just abandoned the clan. So I don't know what's happening with that bad boy right now. <laughs> <laughs> You've abandoned your clan. I abandoned you a lot the to clan. Learn from this arc of ecstatics. Uh, the, uh, me and me and Derek have been playing Wolfenstein Youngblood once a week and having to like log on to our Bethesda accounts and become like special Bethesda buddies was really obnoxious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all that stuff fucking sucks. Um, what a bummer. Um, in the uh, issue, you know, the team has taken out the zombies. Uh, so Mr. Sensitive is going to go and talk to Arnie. Um, we cut over to um, a bunch like a mob kind of descending on Solomon O'Sullivan uh, because uh, O-Force was this like fake, you know, the public feels duped. Mm-hmm. Like these, this was just a reality show. They didn't even have powers. They were just special effects. And Sharon Ginsburg reveals herself to be a mutant. She has wings and she saves him. And basically says, like, I'm saving you uh, because you and I are going to make it our mission to bring down ecstatics. If you don't agree, I'm going to drop you. Uh, setting up a subplot for a little bit. I am terrified of this woman's flesh wings. Like, yeah, yeah. normally, normally. It's gross. They're just made of skin. Yeah. Normally when we see wings, they're like a different color, different texture, feathers or, or you know, metal rods or something like I but the flesh wings like I this is I don't know why it's creepy because it's pink like Sauron's wings don't freak me out but here we are <laughs> yeah these are, these are worse than bug wings these are worse than like bug worse wings. than angel yeah absolutely yeah yeah um cut over to uh Guy Smith and Arnie talking like the name of this issue is Guy and Arnie talk about E.D. Sawyer <laughs> uh is the name of the story and that's what happens here mm-hmm. uh you know, he's like, he's mourning. Like Arnie is just like, yeah, it isn't the same without her, you know? Uh, and guys was like, yeah, I know that. Like I'm Mr. Sensitive. Like, you know, I was in love with her. You idiot. Um, you know, we're like all of this stuff that you're, you're talking about. Like, you don't know shit. You don't know anything about this. Like you never even met her. Um, he's like, well, yeah, you can love her. You don't need to meet someone to love them. Have you ever heard of internet romance? Uh, <laughs> which is very good. And, and um, to, to guy, this is all like beside the point because he's here to be judged. Like he's like, you know, we're supposed yeah. to be talking about whether I deserve to live or die. And when Arnie asks about, you know, what, well, what was she really like in person? And guy answers like, you know, difficult, bright, moody, sometimes downright impossible. And he's like, well, it sounds like you don't like her very much. It's like, I loved her, you damn freak. I loved her more than anybody I've ever loved. Like, and that's the, that's what somebody like Arnie is just too young and too not well experienced enough to, to understand is that that feeling of love is, is way more complicated than just adoration. Um, yes. 
And yeah, yeah. and of course when he's um, when when guy is kicking this back, you know, Arnie starts to use his powers like I can just you know, you call me a freak again, I can peel your skin off of your bones, and uh, he's like freak freak freak, which are really like guys yeah. in a really <laughs> shitty and adolescent place right now. It's very funny. Um, you know, Arnie, he's like, well, I could kill you before you could do that, and Arnie's like, we could, you know, I could blow you up, but that's what you're supposed to be able to do, right? You're a hero. You're supposed to be willing to die to kill me if I'm so dangerous. Um, we cut over to the rest of the team, you know, walking the, uh, the, you know, just kind of a, kind of a superfluous scene of of them just evacuating people, um, until Arnie's mom interrupts them as they're about to kill each other with milk and cookies. Uh, and Arnie's like, mom, we're just deciding on whether to kill each other or not. And she's like, why would you do something like that? Why would you do something so silly? Um, yeah. And they, and he's like, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we deserve a chance. Maybe we all deserve a chance. I love you know that he like because there's a panel that is just the chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> like mm-hmm. except, like in the in the sequence of events, this guy's like maybe we do deserve a chance, and then he looks significantly at the cookies. Like I feel like that was the line in the script, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I, I like I wish there was an editor note that was like exact number four first appearance cookies. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like an official handbook of the marvel universe entry on these cookies i was i'm gonna be honest with you i kind of wish that uh i was kind of hoping that we would get to this issue or this this panel and you'd be like and this is going to come up again later <laughs> <laughs> if it, i mean i'll watch for it this time if it does i didn't notice it but that'd be amazing if it did <laughs> like the cookies join the team like, i got um <laughs> just like a- somebody pointed out a uh a thing in community that i never noticed which like apparently there's a whole subplot of um abed like falling in love with a, a woman and like her being pregnant and like but it all happens in the background you never notice and he ends up delivering the baby and i'm like how have i never noticed this happening in all of this so, like it goes over f- like 10 episodes or something this subplot it's insane mm. i don't know how i don't know how oh, people that's fascinating that. yeah i'll see if i can find that and send it oh. to you um arnie makes or doesn't make but uh, excuse me guy gets arnie to help ocean regrow her legs back and it's like does this dude even is, is even aware of how powerful he is and and kind of cagely is like, is he aware of the little problem I picked up on back in his bedroom? Um, yeah. Ocean's fine. I'll pay off next. Everything's going to be okay issue. with her. It's super good. Yeah. I love this little bit where he says, you know, mending things is just as much fun as breaking them. And he's like, that's a very dangerous idea, Arnie. <laughs> uh, like this guy does not need to be creating life. No. <laughs> um, you know, he's uh, sending him off to uh, Professor Xavier. You know, and he's like, he'll be expecting you. He's helped many of us in the past. Um, say goodbye to your mother. It's the best I can do. Like, we're going to say you died in the night. That's going to keep the media off your back. He goes, I have a better idea. Uh, I've got a better idea. And you know, making me bad, mad is a bad idea. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, we go back to the the team. They're very popular now having done this. Guy Smith even says like, oh, it's almost like you planned it, Spike. And he says, no, 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 I, you know, I didn't do that. But he's being coy. Yeah, because you know, he, uh, O-Force failing so much has brought the press back on their side. So they're, everybody loves yeah. that. Man. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And Guy comes in with a huge surprise. Uh, that Because mm-hmm. you know, they're saying, like, oh, we need to get another team member in. And Guy's like, nope, I've got something to say on that subject. Everybody meet Arnie, your new teammate. Um, yep. and everybody is shocked to see this because, of course, they are. Um, I, I love this scene of just, yeah, of just everybody like going, what in the fuck? <laughs> are you, are you serious? His costume is really interesting. Yeah. It's like a one piece, like Gilly robe. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, 
Kind of, it's wearing a onesie. It really, uh, it's onesie. It reminds me since I just was on Orb. Uh, it really reminds me of Doctor Venture wearing the impossible suit before he figures out how to like suck yeah, it up. Like yeah. it's very like it has all those extra roles that it doesn't need to have. Um, very, before it's impossibly comfortable. Before it's impossibly for <laughs> smooth <laughs> seventy degrees. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's the issue, right. and I like the way this yeah. wraps up a lot. Like the the conversation here. I always like it when, when the things are resolved by like dialogue. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Like I, I really like guys arc in this of trying to deal with his own grief of like seeing the mom come in and being like, that's such a silly thing to do. And he's like, it really is. I'm being such yeah. a dumbass right now. Like what am I doing? Like this is a teenager that I'm like trying to work out my feelings for a woman that is not even related to either one of us. Like this is ridiculous. I, I really think this is handled very, very well. Well, it's also really well observed in that like, Sometimes when you're in a fight and, you know, it's really easy to just kind of one up one another, you know, like continually just escalate things until somebody comes in and interrupts the the cycle, mm-hmm. you know, like one person's like, wait a minute, let's slow down. You know, this is, this is dumb. Like, I don't need to just plus one everything you say and fire something back. Uh, and that's kind of what they, what they were in. Um, yeah, it feels very real. And this twist at the end is really interesting. Them having to like have them join the team. Like the arc could have ended here with him going off to professor Xavier. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as a, as a thing, but this is ecstatics. Like they're not going to do it, you know, that straight laced. Um, which is part of why it's so great. Um, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you specifically. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want to get episodes early or support your boys, Join us on the Slack, get a bunch of cool extra shows, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. You have a couple of days before, uh, I think this comes out the Wednesday before DuckStream 2020, where we're going to spend 48 hours raising money for charity. There's all kinds of cool stuff planned, including this podcast covering the new Mutants movie. Um, we're mm-hmm. going to be doing some some blind Bloodborne playthroughs. It, we're going to be basically just having a really great time raising money, as, as we always do every year. So uh, twitch.tv slash duckfeedtv. You can also go to duckfeet.tv slash duckstream and see a bunch of links and buy the cool shirts and all that kind of stuff. Um, Fun times ahead. So do all of that. Tell your friends about the podcast. And we'll be back in a couple of days.